Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be with the grief and in the healing, to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Another day, another podcast. (laughs) Welcome to episode 170, Grief and Fear. We had another grandbaby this week since we last spoke. Yay! (laughs) He's here and he's here early. It's our 11th grandchild. Can you believe that? (laughs) That's just crazy to me. Our oldest son and his wife had their first baby and he came almost a month early. So big surprise. We were expecting him in October and he showed up in September. So <laughs> that's fun, but it's a uh, it's a causing us to rearrange our life a little bit to get out there to to see him, to be with them, to be of help. Um he's he's early and he had a few little hiccups, but he's doing great. And he's a good weight. He's six pounds, five ounces, and cutest little boy. We just love him already. I'm so excited to go see him. I also, <laughs> when I started to record this podcast, I discovered because I had traveled last weekend and I'd taken my computer and unplugged my microphone and so forth, and I had plugged everything back in, or so I thought. And then when I went to go record this podcast, I realized that my microphone has not been on the whole time. What And what I mean is like this whole week, as I've done client appointments, they never said anything about it sounding funny. Or as I even did a call for our True Hope Club, I'm trying to think what else I did this week without my microphone actually working, which means I had terrible sound quality. It was not good. But at any rate, we're here now. It's working. I've got it plugged in and we um, we get to talk. So I, I'm wondering if you've heard of C.S. Lewis. He's an author. Um, he's an author from, I don't even know how many years ago, but he's well known. And he wrote a book called A Grief Observed, and which he wrote about his grief following the death of his wife. And one of the things he said was, no one ever told me that grief felt so like fear. And he goes on to share the feelings of grief that resemble fear. And even in the experience of grief, feeling like fear, it also creates more fear. And grief and fear are emotions that are close. They're very close in their vibrational quality, which is why they so resemble each other in their expression, and yet they're very different. They're different, but similar. So similar that they can feel the same in our body. So today today we're going to look at grief and fear. This actually came from a question someone asked me yesterday, and I don't even remember the question. But I remember my response and I thought, oh, that would be, it would be interesting to explore this. Um, But they asked that question, like they were actually referring to the C.S. Lewis um, quote about grief and fear feeling so alike. 
at grief and fear, they inform each other, they influence each other. And I think it's important that we're clear in our separation of the two and how we can become clear. So in being clear in the separation of those two emotions, we have more power to understand our experience and influence our experience for our ultimate benefit. When we experience something and we just let the experience be the experience, there's times when that's good. You know, I'm I'm not advocating for overthinking. That's not what this is. But it's just kind of simplifying our experience a little bit and being able to name it. In fact, one of my clients was talking about how her grandson had shared with her that at school that they learned about emotions and they learned name it to tame it. And you know, that's the first step. The first step of anything is awareness. So that's what this is all about, you know, becoming aware of the differences in grief and fear and how they influence or inform each other. So if we look at the definition of grief, which just looking at these definitions is insightful. If we look at the definition of grief, it's the pain of mind produced by loss, misfortune, or injury of any kind, sorrow and regret. And the definition of fear is a painful emotion excited by the apprehension of impending danger. Notice that both definitions include pain. It's pain that they have in common. No wonder they feel similar. Both are painful emotions. So I want to share with you a more complete quote from C.S. Lewis, where he talks about grief and fear. And this is what he said. No one ever told me that grief felt so like fear. I am not afraid, but the sensation is like being afraid. The same fluttering in the stomach, the same restlessness, the yawning I keep on swallowing. At other times, it feels like being mildly drunk or concussed. There is a sort of invisible blanket between the world and me. I find it hard to take in what anyone says, or perhaps hard to want to take it in. It is so uninteresting, yet I want the others to be about me. I dread the moments when the house is empty. If only they would talk to one another and not me. Unquote. Oh, wow. Like, did he nail this expression? I'm always so jealous of talented writers and the way that they can paint a picture with words. It's so amazing. And I find myself envious of that quality to be able to express oneself so beautifully to create understanding with words and to create that picture. And certainly he creates an amazing picture that I can certainly resonate with from my own experiences with grief, and perhaps you can too, that feeling of not being totally with it. You know, he talks about mildly drunk or concussed, um, this invisible blanket between the world and me. It's like this, this wall of fog that's between our experience, what's happening outside of us. It's like we're not in the world. He expresses that so beautifully. And talking about how it's so hard to take in what anyone says, 
And then possibly it's just, you know, uninterest, like uninterested in what anybody has to say, because there's so much going on in our own mind, in our own thoughts, in our own feelings, that it's hard to take in what someone else says. There's that complete feeling of confusion and disorientation. It's really this disorientation. It is hard to relate to what's happening outside of us when we're in deep grief because there's so much to deal with right here, right now, that we don't have the capacity to deal with what else is happening around us. And yet we we want people with us. We don't want the empty house. We don't want to be alone. We don't want to, to feel separated. And yet at the same time, we struggle to connect. So it's this huge conundrum. And when I think about, you know, when this friend asked me about this, uh, talked to, you know, mentioned this quote yesterday, and she was like, what, what is the difference between grief and pain? And this is what I said in that moment. I said, grief is adjusting to change and fear is projection. Now, let me explain, because I, I shared with you the dictionary definition, but those my understanding of grief and fear is that grief is adjusting to change. It's the pain of loss and the process of adjusting to the changes that the loss creates. We don't experience loss without change. The very definition of loss is change. It's a change in our circumstance. It's a change in our reality. It's a change in our thought process. And we have to adjust to the new picture of what we see, to the new experiences, to the new circumstances, to our new environment. And why do I say fear is projection? Because when we experience pain in the past, so the loss is in the past. It's not happening in this moment. It's, it's something that's happened in the past. Grief is what we're experiencing in the moment. Fear is what we're projecting into the future. And because we've experienced loss, it's easy easier for us to then project pain into the future pain that we don't know is coming, but we imagine because we've experienced it in the past. And so we take this past experience and we project it into our future. And that creates fear. That creates fear. So even though in his quote, he says, you know, I don't feel fear. I think it is very, very common in my experience with working with people, with my own experience and with working with a lot of people, I think it's very, very common for fear to show up with grief. It's very common. Like I said, those two emotions are related on the vibrational scale, if you will. They're both emotions of pain. And it's very common for fear to show up when grief shows up. Fear is projection into the future. 
And sometimes that projection is this bad thing has happened. Therefore, I can imagine this horrible thing happening again in the future or something like it happening again in the future. But also we have fear of our grief. We have concerns about how we're grieving. Maybe you worry about like, am I grieving correctly? And I say that with air quotes. Am I, uh, am I in trouble? Like, am I, like, am I stuck in my grief? Like there's this, this concern that maybe we're not, maybe we're not uh, moving through it properly. Again, air quotes. I don't believe in a right way to grieve. I don't believe in grieving properly. But I do think that there's a tipping point at which our grief can become more serious and problematic. And if you have concerns about that, certainly reach out to a healthcare provider and express your concerns that you might be in the danger zone. Now, I think grief in general is a danger zone. (laughs) So let me be clear about that. You know, when our emotions are so heightened, we are in a danger zone. We are in this space, that this low vibrational space, where it is so easy to dip into despair. So, so easy. And grief can expand our fear and our other emotions of guilt and shame and all the other yucky stuff we don't want to feel. And when we felt caught off guard by the loss that we experience, we think that the fear will help us to guard against that in the future. So in order to anticipate or even circumvent a future loss, we invest, invest, that's, I I, I use that word on purpose, we invest in fear because we think that fear will protect us. And fear does offer some protection in some circumstances. If a bear is chasing you, You have every right right to feel fear and to protect yourself and to run away from that danger. But a lot of our fears today, because of our lifestyle and the way we live, are not the bear type. (laughs) They are imaginations of our mind. And so when we understand that grief can inform our fear and can cause us to project bad things in the future because we've experienced bad things in the past, we can then use our mind to choose to think differently. Just because I got struck by lightning once doesn't mean I'm going to be struck by lightning again. And I don't need to live in this constant state, this constant state of hyper-awareness, fear. So I'm hoping that this discussion today kind of helps to separate these two ideas to understand why fear is expanded in grief and to see how 
we might separate those in order to lessen the impact of fear in our life. I actually did a podcast a few weeks ago about fear. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but if you scroll through, if you're at buildalifeafterloss.com on the website, you can go to the podcast page and click see all and you'll, you'll see that episode. I think it was five, six weeks ago. So I explore this idea of fear in a little different way. And I think it's important. I think that there's a lot of apprehension in the world. And I find myself being drawn to this topic lately because I think there is heightened fear. We've gone through a lot as a society, as a community, and a lot of it is fear-based. And I know for myself, I catch myself making decisions today based on fears of the future. When I catch myself, I'm like, I don't want to be making decisions based on fear. That's not a powerful way to make decisions. It's not a powerful way to show up in life. And grief and fear take away our power. And that's hard because grief can't be avoided because it is the pain of loss. And the pain can't be avoided but it can be moved through and it can lessen over time and it can actually be healed over time. So that's my message for you today. I hope you have a beautiful week. I look forward to being with you again next week. We have some fun interviews coming up soon. When I get back in October, like I said, we're going to go out and visit our grandson. When I get back in October, I have a couple of interviews that are planned, which I'm excited about. I have some other people on the docket. So you're going to hear more from some other people in the future. And I'm excited. All right. Have a beautiful week. If you need more resources for grief, loss, and healing, visit us at buildalifeafterloss.com. Love you. Have a great week. Remember, I believe in you. Bye.